One year later. Hey, everyone. It's me, John. And me, Louise. Hey, we've been away for a little while. You know, I was just looking at my notes and looking at the challenge section, and uh-huh. it says August of 2020. Yeah, I. it was a long time ago. It was almost a year ago. Almost. Yeah, it was like late August. And yet, not more than... You know, uh, time is fluid. <laughs> <laughs> well, for everybody who uh, has been a listener before, thank you so much for being patient and not deleting us from your podcast app. And uh, for Just all of out. you newcomers, welcome. It's I Have a Great Idea, but I'll Never Do It, the podcast where we talk about the ideas that we come up with at 2 a.m. and like, oh my God, I'm totally going to do that. And then mm-hmm. we're, but we're just like, no, I'm not. No. No. I Like, I don't have the resources. I don't have the, um, you know, ambition. But I want it to be out in the world. Yeah, but also, Louise, you, things have changed for you since the last time we recorded in that you are a mom now. Drastically. And yes. everybody, that's, one of the reasons why we haven't had an episode in quite a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. See, there are times when I'll put my sweet baby down and be like, she's going to sleep sweet forever. Baby. Let's let's just pod. And she's like, no, nah, that's a 20 minute downtime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, you were I planning on pieces. doing something? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I need n- your attention. Please. I need something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Louise... You're a mom. It's yeah. awesome. And yeah. it's very, it's just so exciting. And uh, I wonder what kinds of great ideas you've had as a result. Oh, so many. Uh-huh. Well, also, first first of all, I just got to get this off my chest too. Yeah. Pre-baby Louise always used to run around and say, um, I'm a 24 months kind of mom. If I ever have a baby, it's like eh, somebody else raised my baby until it's like 24 months. And then I'll be like, yeah. And I'm actually enjoying this part of the journey more than I thought I would. Oh, good. I still think I'm a 24 months kind of mom. Because when when little creatures start having ideas and thoughts and opinions and personalities, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Let's mold and shape this. But 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 I am enjoying... This part. Yeah. No. And she seems like a real cool lady. Oh my gosh. My kids, my kid just turned four. So she's got all sorts of thoughts. Uh, This isn't going to be one of those like parent podcasts where it's like, my kid did this and blah, 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 blah. But I I will say that uh, today my kid did say uh, something about, oh God, what were we talking about? We were sitting down to dinner. And she was just like, and that's just life. She was like talking about something at school and she's like, and that's just life. Nice. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. And that's just life, kiddo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Louise, before we recorded, you seemed like you had something on your mind. Something was making you feel a little crazy. Well, What's going on? first of all, I've got butterflies like nobody's business. I was like, hey, what do I need to download so we can do this? Because I forgot how to do this. But um, also, I feel um, just all different kinds of emotions that I never had pre-pandemic. Oh. Like, I a little bit forgot how to human, I think. I think okay. a lot of us forgot a lot of aspects of humaning. Yeah. Um, but I was just you know, before this thinking, what if I say something stupid, which has never been a thought that has ever (laughs) crossed my mind ever. No. And it's also never been a thing that's happened, at least on this podcast. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I was just, um, thinking about our upcoming 20 year reunion of friendship. We've been best friends. 
for 20 Plurals. years. That blows my mind. Yeah. I, uh, I looked it up because Louise and I met on our very first day uh, arriving at college of our the very first day of our freshman years and we went on like a little getting to know your other freshman buddies kind of things and it was a a Sonny Rollins jazz concert in like the afternoon in somewhere around like Hartford Connecticut was it Tang I see I don't remember the names of these places but I looked it up and it had to have either been September 1st or 2nd because those were when there were daytime performances for Sonny Rollins in Connecticut Oh my so gosh. it was either September 1st or 2nd. Wow. Yeah, of 2001. I'm, I'm, first of all, incredibly grateful. Yeah. I, I'm, I love our friendship. Yeah, it's the best. Um, yeah. So I've, I've just been very nostalgic and reminiscent mm. of like simpler times before, you know, that one guy who had the presidency and we all yeah. were confined to our homes because yeah. of many things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And not to be like downer McDownerston, but you know, we're not out of this pandemic and right. things are not looking up so much as we have now the Delta, the Delta plus whatever the delta the lambda all the all the mm-hmm. all the other variants and, and the cool uh, stuff is uh weather's gonna get colder and people are gonna go inside and yeah. everybody who is um we're gonna have another like thanksgiving breastfeeding spike. age until 12 years old is, are just happy little carriers yeah yep or they're gonna be happy little victims because the vaccinated parents aren't gonna get sick, but they'll be carriers and then they'll give it to their mm. oh, I just can't. Okay. Okay. Woof. So we won't. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> great. <laughs> okay. But here's what we are gonna do is we're gonna talk about some great ideas that we've had. And Louise, this past year, I've uh, you know, I definitely went through a lull where there were none. But Me then too. just recently I had like bam, 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 a whole bunch. So yeah, and that's when I was like, Louise, we got to record. We got to. Okay. Got to figure this out. Okay. So, you know, because we're kind of going back into this, like we're not going as the writing on the wall isn't saying like full on lockdown just yet. It could happen. But uh, I felt like at the beginning of lockdown, um, or, you know, a year and a half, almost two years ago, we had uh, a lot of people doing creative things and coming up with new ideas about uh, how to to show off their talents using, you know, their virtual space. And uh, I apologize if I said this on the last one. I don't think that I did. But uh, I think that there should be a quarantine web series, some sort of video series uh, or maybe it's just a TikTok trend. That's not something I would have said a year ago. No, for yeah. sure, no. Um, but I downloaded TikTok and I know what TikTok trends are now. But something called Show Us Your Junk, where we just, everyone talks about their junk drawers. Oh. I'm embarrassed already. Everybody's got one. <laughs> They're all a goddamn mess. And if it is yes. not a mess, it is not a junk drawer. Agreed. Yeah. So uh, I think that'd be really fun. And it might give people other ideas of like, oh, that's a great place for that knickknack. Or it's like, I can't believe I don't have one of those. Or why do I still have this? Or why do I still have this? Yeah. What is this going to be used for? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, When uh, my wife, Laura, and I first like moved in together, we had... Not so much a junk drawer, but we called it a prison drawer because it it was it housed like decks of cards, knives, and lighters. Oh yeah. That was a wonderful title for that drawer. The prison drawer. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Yeah. But now it, you know, it's turned more into a uh a miscellaneous item depository because my my wife is an organizer and <laughs> not so much a junk drawer. I need one of those. I mean, I growing up, I I feel so Chris and I moved 
in the yeah. pandemic as well, partly because of the prognancy. Um, and then the baby that came out of that. But yeah. um, <laughs> that we just, we, New York, the plan was always hang out as long as possible in New York City. And then when there were grade school ages and things needed to be whatever, get out and, you know, live the suburban dream. And then New York City was so scary yeah. right at the beginning. And we were like, we got to go. Okay. So right now our house, and meanwhile, we've been in this house for about 10 months. If there are junk rooms. Uh, okay. They're still, but again, it's because... My little critter is like, I need things. And I'm like, yeah. well, can't get to that box. Put that back in that box and open it a different day. Anyway, um, I have things, though. Still, growing up, I had them. Now I have them. Like marker caps. Yeah. Because what if I happen to find that marker that that belongs to? Oh, Not that I'll ever, you know find the cap and that the marker will magically work. But what if you want to put the one cap on the bottom of the other marker and then put a light bulb from a Christmas tree into the bottom and now you got yourself makeshift microphone. (laughs) So like I keep things because I hypothesize the crazy use for it. Why? It's going to get easier and easier to accumulate crap. And I, uh, I believe it. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay. Your future self will thank you for getting rid of the marker cap. Yeah. Yeah. I've been burned a couple of times. So. Okay. Well, you know what? You'll just take it as it comes. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Louise, Have do you have any ideas that kind of fit into this category it's okay if the answer is no i think the answer might be no i was trying to think of something on the fly but my brain is a little bit slower and gotcha people keep telling me like it's not going to be fully functioning for a while because of extended sleep deprivation and also um i was listening to a podcast and someone called it tickering but the mental um gymnastics of uh, you know, I need to bring a sheet and fill the cooler with the ice packs and the milk in the bottles and they have to be labeled in this way. And what am I going to feed myself for dinner? And also the dog needs to go for a walk. And who's taking care of that dentist appointment? Oh, yeah, me. Like tickering about the day that like a, a mother does versus another helpful soul in the right. household. And it's like there is not a moment that I am not doing mental gymnastics over logistics and I can't do it on the fly anymore I can't think of a cool idea that ties in on the fly well I will say this you've been talking about mental gymnastics a lot and who would we be if not like those who talk about the Olympics during the Olympics time and we are just coming off of the Olympics it's my fave and right it is your favorite I I'm kind of like whatever about it. Oh, gosh. But I, I appreciate your enthusiasm for it. So, Louise, can you... Okay, so we all know about the big things that happened. Uh, you know, um, Simone Biles, what, you know, and the issues that mm-hmm. she had. And, of course, support, support, support. And then, uh, you know, there's the, you know, you're out because you smoked a joint because your mom died but all these terrible people are allowed in and Insane. whatever. So those there's those things. But Louise, what are some of your Olympics highlights? Ooh, okay. Well, one Olympics highlight, which was not shown to me by, you know, FUBU or NBC or Peacock or whatever. Throughline on NPR has a really riveting podcast about the history of the Olympics. And that oh. was actually very awesome. Um, there is a Rob Lowe episode podcast. He has a podcast called Literally, and he does an interview with Bob Costas. And this year I've been like really, really missing Bob Costas because he had retired and everybody else is kind of finding their own in terms of uh, commentating. And of course, there's little nuggets of really fun commentators, like always love Tara Lipinski, always love... um, Johnny Weir, but oh yeah, I, Johnny Weir. 
Yeah, I just am really, there's a super soft spot for me and Bob Costas, as I'm sure he, Bob Costas is the Tom Hanks of the Olympics. Ooh. Um, he, but uh, highlights, okay, definitely uh, Naomi Osaka lighting the torch. I have to say it's probably my favorite, favorite torch in the last, mm, my lifetime. You're a big torchist. Yes. You like the torch. I do. Um, another another highlight for me had nothing to do with the competitive competitiveness of the Olympics, but it was the um, oh, I almost called them memojis. That's not what they are. They're not hieroglyphics oh, the little, either. Those but little the, mascots, the icons. I the... love the mascots, but they might be icons, like just sort of in every language without any language. Like they're oh, pictographs. Pictographs to tell you what the event is. During the opening ceremonies, there was a amazing uh, physical representation of making those pictographs. Because every year cool. that the Olympics happens, they do their own, and there were like three dudes and or or women per- people in suits. They happen to be blue, uh, and then like three or four props people, and they would be like fencing, and they would hold a cloth in a certain direction, and then they would be like you know, skateboarding and they'd like lay on their back and hold the thing and match the little picture picture icon. Um, that was awesome. I also really liked, I think the, I'm trying to think of his name. It's Daly, but I can't think of his first name. Possibly Tom. Okay. The British diver who knitted his little metal a pouch. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Just like little fun things like that, I really, really liked. Great, I like I like it because it's non it's not all non competitive stuff. Yeah, I mean, a pouch for your medal certainly indicates that there oh. was a competition that happened. Right, right, and I also really liked it when I think, oh, I'm gonna butcher their names, but it might be like Titus and. Letterer. One was like Australian, I believe, or South African. Ugh, I don't know now. And she won the gold. And then the Americans, I think, won the silver and bronze in that race or something. And they all hugged each other in the pool like we oh. did it because all three of the medalists broke the world record oh, wow. in that particular race. But even though they like didn't win, they all were like, oh, my God, we all did it. Oh, it was just camaraderie oh, and that's like great. really, really cool stuff. Um, yeah. In, in a climate of a lot of not cool stuff. Yeah. I like that. And I also want to apologize on behalf of the IOC to the Japanese people for prioritizing the world-class athletes above their own citizens. So, ugh. <sighs> I'm sorry I brought it down again. Ugh. Okay. How are we going to bring this back up? We got to bring it back up. Okay. Here we go. Clear aluminum foil. <laughs> There are no longer blind bakes. You can see through, so that crust doesn't burn every time. Okay, I like it. I like it. I'm So you're talking about baking, and what I believe you're, you really mean is like the baking of desserts and things like that. But my mind went to like if you're doing like a casserole and you want to see if things are starting to like bubble underneath, Ooh, the only way yeah. to do it is to open it up and disturb it. Right. No. Mm-mm. Clear. Yes. I like Clear it. aluminum foil. Yeah, because you know what my plan is for tomorrow, Louise? I'm making a lasagna. Heck yes. And I need some clear aluminum foil in my life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What do we got to do? I don't know. I feel like this is the second time today that I'm going to say these words. <laughs> but we didn't know how to put a man on the moon. We did that. Yeah. Yeah. Vaccine is already done. There are scientists just kind of waiting. Twiddling thumbs. Twiddling thumbs. Just doing nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, I like that a lot. Do, can may, may I ask, do you remember the circumstances under which you came up with this idea? Yes. So you know that old, that old, I don't even know how to be cute about it. That old saying, sleep when the baby sleeps. No, okay. you know what this girl was doing? Baking. Because okay. you know what this girl wanted to do? Eat those baked goods. Yeah. So I uh, gave myself a little pandemic 
pre-baby and then baby project that I was going to learn how to bake things that would make people think, where did you buy this? And then I could say, yeah. I made it. Well, listeners, uh, you know, longtime listeners would know that you're the, the you're quite the buntest in your yes. bunt cake uh, yes. desires. So this isn't a super new thing. This is a, you know, right. a continuation of, of an old classic. So right. has there been anything in particular that's, that's worked out for you in that department? Um, well, I didn't have clear aluminum foil. Right. But I did bake a killer apple pie, which I haven't done in a very long time. Um, I like apple pies a lot. Yeah. I'm not been, a super big pie person, but apple pie is great. Neither. I tell you what, I ask this a lot of people uh, when I meet them, because a lot of times people, especially in America, America, will say, what do you do? And what they yeah. mean is, what's your profession and right. how do I rank you on your status and what do you do for money? And what I always say to people, which really throws them, is tell me something about yourself that has nothing to do with how much you make or like what yeah. money you make or whatever. And I'm like, uh, and they don't know what to say. And I'm always like, I will always, well, I have a lot of things that I say that are go-tos. Um, but one of the things I will always say is I feel very dubious about cooked fruit. Yeah. A lot of times... It's done subpar. Yeah. See, the thing is with pies, like fruit pies, for example, like a, a fudge pie or peanut butter pie, that's different. But like a of, fruit of pie, a fruit pie, it's like if you're trying to cut into something and that's like the hardest part of your day, then, you know, to make it look like a, a triangle, then uh, that's just not right. That shouldn't be allowed. I don't like things to be all messy all over the place. I want, if I want something that's being cut out of a circle, I want a wedge. Yes. So like a- And then, yeah. and then you have the added complication of if it is going to be a, a pristine wedge, now I got to heat it up because I wanted mm. it warm that way. Yeah. Um, I also have like very, very intense opinions about if you ever have a strawberry pie, but there's this weird, sticky, sort of gummy jelly. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's the strawberry filling. And I'm like, this is tar. Filling. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Just no. bake the fruit. Yeah. But what I like about an apple pie, first of all, I like the way that the apple interacts with the crust. Yes. Because it gives it a nice texture. But also... That pie is, you know, one of the pies that works best with cinnamon in it. Mm. And apple, cinnamon, mm, 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 mm. mm, mm, mm. Sign I me think up. you can also have a really, really great pie and ruin it with a terrible crust. That's true. Which is why you need the clear foil. That's why you need the clear foil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that that was the moment is that like people would say like, you know, how's the baby sleeping? And I'd be yeah. like, oh, I don't know. I was too busy trying to bake this thing while the baby was sleeping. I'm not sure. I think fine. I got to bake it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's a way for me to weave in uh, something with any of my other ideas, but I don't think that it's going to happen. Well, I have another idea. Bring it. If we're talking about babies. Yes. Um. This is my million dollar idea, by the way. So one and, million dollars into my bank account right our, now. To our listeners, Louise is saying it's a million dollar idea, but we encourage you to do these ideas because oh, we're yeah, not going them. to do them. Yeah, absolutely. Because first of all, I don't have the TM. And second of all, uh, I don't have the startup for it. And third of all, I want it. So make it and then I'll buy it from you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you wanted to develop it and like give us one of these things, I don't even know what it is, but for free, that'd be really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Right, sorry. Like Please, an tell, us what it is. tell us what it is. Okay, tell us here what it is. is. Uh, for anybody who is a modern day parent and you have used the snoo, it, okay. it's a magic bassinet, first of all. Uh, million dollar idea. Toddler snoo. Oh, yeah. It's a bigger and better for your growing baby into toddlerness. Night nights. Strap yeah, in. Because this babe. the snoo so there is a doctor who developed this thing called the five Harvey Karp. S's. 
Shout out to Harvey Karp. Shout out Harvey Karp. Uh, And they are Swaddle, Shush. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, No, me either. Uh, there, <laughs> there are five things that begin with I S that you do to, to get a baby to chill out. And it's like what, side, side lying. Oh, side something. Yeah. And side holding. Them in, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Well, so we, yeah, the snoo does all of those things for you. And they're flat on their back. But just for the record, I never put my baby in sideways, but that's like when you're right. holding them and you do it sideways. Anyway. Yeah. Five Football things. style. Right. It's amazing. There were times when I was like, it's not working. And I've just spent a ton of money on this thing that's not working. And then there were other nights where I was like, it's worth every penny, (laughs) every penny, every penny. Okay. Next, teen snoo, exclamation point. Okay. For those teens that are having a hard time getting to sleep, teen snoo. And you know what? You can put it on a weaning feature that doesn't rock you to sleep anymore. It just like... And people already buy uh, white noisemakers or wait, yeah, white noise. We have the Hatch, which is a nightlight that you can choose the color of it. Mm. And it also has a bunch of different like sounds that you can use Mm -hmm. and uh, you can schedule it so that it starts at a certain time and then turns Mm. off at a certain time, goes to another thing. So it functions also as a time to rise mechanism so uh my kiddo knows when it turns green and the sound goes off it's okay for her to come out of her room in the morning yeah that's i mean these little tricks are amazing okay last thing just to bump yeah yeah. the uh the idea even harder oh okay because i was gonna say because i have something that goes pretty nicely with the uh your snoo okay it's the same okay keep going it's snoo plus Oh, snoo for the plus. adults that need it. So I would like that. The snoo, toddler snoo, teen snoo, exclamation point, and snoo plus. Yeah. Because like we're all that. buying gravity blankets and trying to chill out and 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 feel calmer. And I I want to be held and shushed to sleep. That yeah. sounds delightful. And when I stir a little bit for somebody to go, no, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. There's like a hand that comes out and just like Strokes your hair a little bit. Lovely. Not <laughs> creepy at all. No. Not- <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. 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 So I had an idea that, Louise, I think you're going to like a lot. Because if there's something I know about you is that you love doggies. Oh. And this is something that could be for dogs or cats, depending on the cat. Cats are finicky. But I know that I sometimes have problems with my dog, the wonderful Daisy, who turns 13 this year. Yay! For Daisy, you know, she has a bed in uh, my bedroom. And, you know, she messes around in it and everything. But she also likes to be as close to me as possible. But it's just like... Eh, but it's just cleaner to have you over there and it's whatever. But why don't we have trundle beds for pets? Hey, why don't we? Where you just kind of pull it out at night and you can tuck it away during the day. It's just like a little square for your little furry friend. I love it. Of course you do. Why don't we have that? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Why don't we have that? <laughs> Genius. Yeah. yeah. Little trundle bed action. I love it. Yeah. Because also sometimes I feel like I am forever uh, like, oh, he's really not feeling the Casper bed today because I have oh. a Boston Terrier. Maybe I should get the clam bed, which is like a, I think it's a cave bed, but we call it a little clam uh, that he gets inside of. And I'm like, maybe I'll get this bed. And here I am lugging beds all over the yeah. house and like little trundle you can be like here it's your secret bed that you can only use sometimes yeah yeah so i have a uh a big like decorative pillow that goes on my bed when i'm when it's not active bed use and it's nice to have also if i wanted to like lay and stay propped up and watch something on my phone or something and 
if I put that thing on the floor, it turns into a bed because she's just like, oh, that's for me to lay on. But Mm -hmm. then I'm like, no, don't get all of your stuff all over this thing that I want to put my head on. So, yeah. So anyway, a little trundle bed, a little pod that you you can get tucked away. No, because it's a look. I don't want to look. A trundle bed is what you call that type of bed for a human. Why should dogs or cats be treated any differently? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Love that. Okay. (sighs) Oh, it feels good to do this. Yeah, it really does. I have another idea, but it's not mine. So I'm going to shout it out okay. because I was listening to someone else talk about it and I don't even remember when. It could have been a year ago. I honestly don't know. So shout out to, I believe her name is Jules Brave. Okay. She's like a friend of a friend of a friend. What's up, Jules? That I was watching someone else's Instagram And she was on it and in the background, blah, 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 about this great idea. And I was like, how do I get this girl on my podcast? Oh, wait, I don't do podcasts regularly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Glow in the dark, shampoo and conditioner. Ooh. So that you can be sort of half asleep when you're doing it. But that if you turn the lights out, really, you can be like, oh, I didn't get all of that shampoo out. <laughs> I should keep working a little bit harder to rinse properly. Yeah. You got a lot of hair. I mean. Probably takes a while to get all that stuff out. It really does. And if you work up a really good lather and like you really cleanse, you 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 got to like just go by feeling alone. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard. Yeah. That's and fun. I feel like you think, oh, you have a ton of hair. And I think like, I don't really have that much hair. I guess I do. I think I, in, in, you do in have a lot of terms- hair. You have a lot of hair. Uh, I did have a lot of hair. I had a long COVID do uh, because I was afraid to go near people. And uh, it, it got long. It got really mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. But so I get it. Yeah. It's a different situation when you're bathing. Yeah. And see, I feel like I was really, really super afraid to go around people and have my hair cut. And then it was, I don't know, a year and a half. And I was like, I got to get this done. Yeah. And because, uh, of course, I wasn't the kind of person that got my hair cut every six weeks pre-pandemic. Uh-huh. Like, it yeah. was like, maybe I'll get my hair cut every six to eight months pre-pandemic so then that was just extended big time and it got so long and so dead and very heavy on the top of my head i had to wear my hair up because um my sweet baby is like hair let me grab that yeah and so i need to keep myself safe so it's on top of my head and it was always falling over and then i went somewhere to get it cut and they were like you mean this and snip and then i was like where's my hair (laughs) and i swear to god like three people did not even notice that i got a haircut and i cried over my haircut oh my god um, with I that remember, said, I think I was one of, you were just like, hey, my hair, it's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like um, the same. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look any different. I felt like the world was coming down around me. But Jules Brave, I would totally buy that glow in the dark. Yeah. Just to see. First of all, it would be fun. It'd be really fun. It would be fun to do that. Yeah. Charge it up and like under a light or in the sun for a little bit, bring it inside to a real dark bathroom and just. Everything is more fun when it glows in the dark. Yeah. Yes. What do you have there? These a... are my Bomb Pop Toms. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they, I've been wearing them forever since 4th of July. They were special. And uh, they glow in the dark. Oh, they glow in the dark. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I have a grooming idea. All right. Yeah. So, all right. I don't know if such a thing exists. I think it could be a pretty cool app. But, and Louise, you would not know the uh, the frustrations of this type of thing, but perhaps your wonderful husband, Chris, might. But as a, as a guy, you get facial hair. And if you're not the type of person who just shaves all the time or sticks to a certain look, 
it's sometimes nice to like want to try different things, but it's hard to know what to do and like the lengths to trim the sideburns and stuff. So why aren't there facial hair consultants? Yeah. Yeah. Would this be sort of like a like a be my eyes type kind of consulting or would this be like put your face on this thing and and then see like pick the like, different options I, and then we'll tell you how to do see, it. See, here's the thing is it's like you know there's like bird and plant and whatever identification apps and stuff and some of them just automatically are just like you know uh that's a china rose or that's a rhododendron tree and then sometimes it's like upload a picture and we'll tell you we'll diagnose this problem with your plant or whatever Mm -hmm. and someone will get back to you shortly so it could have an automatic feature where it's just like these are the trends that are in right now and uh, here's maybe how you would look with certain things done and uh, you know have some sort of scale of like what's the preferable thing to do or not Um, and then you know you could actually like as a paid bonus send a picture in to a consultant and they can let you know. And I think that there's a lot of things that could change about this based on your location, which was another reason why an app would be good because, you know, what's popular in uh, South Carolina might not be what's popular here in the Pacific Northwest where I am. So uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all situation. Right. Yeah. Oh, I dig it. And I actually have an idea <gasps> that like randomly sort of dovetails off of that um, app identification uh, for flora and fauna. Why isn't there a Shazam for bird sounds and frog calls? I think there's one for bird sounds. I don't know about oh. frog calls, though. I know okay. that I have, well, I have the the Merlin ID bird identification app, and I don't know if that does sounds, but it definitely does pictures. Like the if the bird is outside and you could just like tap it in the way that you do Shazam and it listens yeah. and it like tells you? Uh, I believe something like that does exist for birds, but I, I don't know about frogs. Wow. I need to get that. Once I was on a nature walk at someone, I was like a auditing some class okay interlocking which i did not go to and uh it was some nature class and the only thing i remember is that there's a bird called a bufflehead first <laughs> of all and i love that name uh and then a chickadee goes chickadee dee 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 that's fun and that's how a chickadee sounds oh so i'm holding up the merlin bird id thing and there's yes. photo id and then Get sound ID. I think I just don't have the sounds downloaded, like the sound ID portion uh, downloaded. So, so that's that like the Cornell tell you, lab. Like, this is what this sounds like, and then gives it to you, or you ask it, "What is this?" Uh you know, I don't know. Um, okay, Merlin can help you learn bird sounds. Merlin uses thousands of recordings to learn the vocalizations of each bird species. Watch as suggested. As suggestions appear and note the pitch and pattern of each bird. Identifying birds using sound is tricky. Some birds sound very similar and can trick Merlin and birders. The best way to learn sounds is to see the bird that to see the bird that is vocalizing. So I can show you there's like a little image mm. of the like kind of the sound wave of what the vocalization looks like. And then it's a suggestion from Merlin is just to start. If you decide if Merlin's suggestions are a good match for your bird, you decide if Merlin's suggestions are a good match for your bird, make sure to compare your bird with Merlin's example sounds and species details. So I, I have no way of testing it right now because I don't have any birds nearby. Right, right, right. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, well, that's a go, free somebody. app, I think. Yeah. Okay. And I use... For plant identification, because I also moved into a house and there is a a very woodsy backyard with lots of different types of trees and plants and stuff. So uh, I use the picture this app. It's like 30 bucks a year, but it's super helpful in uh, learning more about 
all sorts of plants. Awesome. Yeah. Well, then my my work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> but frogs also. So somebody but get frogs, a, somebody yeah. somebody get that in app purchase. Do you have a lot of frogs near you? it's a lot sometimes I'm like that's gotta be a frog right because that's definitely not a bug <laughs> can right? be called that's gotta be a frog right <laughs> <laughs> yes please yeah yeah well that's the title of this episode so there you go I <laughs> uh, I have a really fun idea this is just a silly one they've all been fun this is a silly one. This costs very, this would cost you very little to make and manufacture. So there is a trope in movies that have to do with like math geniuses or coders, like anybody who designs like an algorithm. Normally, they have their epiphany. While writing with marker, their algorithm on a window or a mirror. Imagine, Louise, if you will, walking down the street and you look up in someone's window and there's an algorithm written on it. You know that magic has been made. Some genius has been there working all night. You just get a window decal with algorithms on it. I love it. How fun is that? So fun. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. People are going to be like that genius. It's like, oh, my God. Something brilliant is happening there. Yes. Just a decal I bought off of iHoggyBendy.org. To decipher because they're going to have to. uh, Oh, yeah. Like read it on multiple different stories and then like backwards. You could really be a genius for a while before somebody figured it out. Why do they do this on mirrors and windows? Nerds. I don't know. Nerds. <laughs> yeah. Nerds. Yeah, I Papers thought that'd be fun. Out. Windows are in. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I challenged you to last time. Oh, well, we don't I have can... to be there yet, by the way. I was like, I can tell you what it was. What was it? Video games. Oh. Do we want to go there? I mean, we we can. Uh, can I just mention one more idea because it still it it's very timely, and yeah. we might not record another episode until after COVID is in the past. Okay, well then I think knock we on should, wood. Yeah, knock knock knock. Yeah, I, then I think I should go also after you. Yeah, yeah. Like, we should do like a well, fire no, no, no. round. It's it's your turn, oh. so you go ahead. It is. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just said the algorithm thing. That's right. Okay. Um. This is also like just silly and fun. Where about this is just oh my gosh. Sorry. I hit I have this spring loaded drawer where if you like push it in a little, it opens. Oh like that's okay. how it opens. And I just hit it with my knee and I was like, what is pushing me? Oh, it's the drawer. Um, okay. It's wearable burp cloths, but not like throw a burp cloth over your shoulder. No, no, no. That'd be too easy. I'm talking about hidden epaulets of burp cloths that are just epaulets on your shoulders so you feel real cool and you're like wait a second i'm gonna pick up a baby unsnap 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 and then they unfurl out so that you have it and then you can detach it when you're done and you give the baby back and you're like i'm in my regular clothes no baby picked (laughs) up on me that'd be fun Mm -hmm. i like it that's it and I don't also, remember uh, having too much of a problem with my kid when she was a baby with like spit, spit up, up and stuff like that. You know, it's like it happened, but it was never like a big thing. She had some friends who are real gooey kids. I see. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any frame of reference because, again, pandemic. Yeah. And I don't see anybody or do anything or have playdates or anything. There's none of yeah. that. And... uh I'm finding out about myself. The kind of mom I am is the kind of mom that hates a mom's mom. Okay. Like I'm the mom that's like, 
Look at those dum-dums pushing their stroller as I push mine. Yeah, totally. So, so, <laughs> so I also have a friend who uh, is like, uh, can you believe this thing my mom friend said to me? And I'm like, I don't even have mom friends. <laughs> yeah, great. Like, I feel two steps ahead of you. Um, yeah, so I guess then to, you know, answer a question you didn't ask. I don't know if my kid is gooey or not. I only have experience with her. Yeah, I and think you'd I, know if you had a gooey kid. Okay. I I know that I know that being a shut-in for the months leading basically the entire pregnancy and then and then her birth, uh I was very jittery about things mm. that I never thought that I would be jittery about. Gotcha. And in terms of the the spit up there were a couple times where, let's just say, tears were shed mm. because I was like, I'm working so hard to feed this baby and yeah. she's spitting up all of it. Meanwhile, it's probably like not anything. Yeah. And clearly, you know, I've kept her alive for eight months. So she she's looks fine. like a healthy kid to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I also feel like. I don't know, in the summer, like I constantly am thinking like summer babies versus winter babies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, if I just had like a tank top on, I could just throw on a different tank top. But somehow in the winter when it's like a sweatshirt, I'm like, this is so much laundry. Well, it it is. It's more fabric. Yeah. And it's also like a sweatshirt is more porous, absorbent fabric. Right. Than and a, who doesn't want to like wear cute little accessories that make you feel like a, a cartoon pilot? Yeah, there you go. An admiral. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. So, uh, okay, I've got this idea uh, that I, it was the one that I was going to say before, and I feel like it kind of is in the same vein because it does have to do with ex fabric accessories. <laughs> so, uh, Louise, tell me if you run into this over there in New York. Uh, especially now that you don't live in the city proper, but you live out in the, in the burbs. Uh, yep. so you're probably in more parking lots and parking garages and stuff like that. Do you see on the ground a lot of, uh, face masks that look like they've fallen out of somebody's car door? Like maybe they've like placed it somewhere and their car door opens and it just falls out and they forget about it. You see a lot of Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that there should be an organization that goes around to parking lots, collects all of those face masks that have fallen out, really deep cleans them, and then distributes them to the houseless community. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's probably a lot of really nice ones out there that are just like, you know considered disposable to some people because they're just like, oh, it fell out. It's on the garage floor. It's mm -hmm. gross now. But give that thing a good sanitizing cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to somebody who needs it. I love that idea. Yeah. I love that. You also, okay, I'm going to do one more. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, do it. Because you I also made this. me think of this when you were talking about like mom friends and stuff like that. This doesn't have to do with that specific type of mom friend. Like like you are a mom and there's another friend of yours who is also a mom and whatever. But I would love to, uh, I would love for there to be a podcast that is conversations with my mom's friends or just like people that my mom knows okay talking about my mom because i only get the like my impression of my mom mm -hmm. and i get like her version of her friends and i only know her friends on a level of like that person exists as my mom's friend mm -hmm. but of course as we know they have full lives of their own and they have stories that they could probably tell about my mom that I would never hear. So conversations about my mom, like I, yeah, I want to hear all that stuff from all the people because I just want to know who they are as people. Did that Georgia just popped out again and <laughs> scared the crap Did out of you? Did you see me jump to the ceiling? 
<laughs> I was on a journey. I was like thinking about my mom and how I think she's so cool, but I like never tell her how cool she is. Oh. And then Mare like, is cool. She is cool. And but I don't tell her that. What I say is like, how many times have I told you not to put that like thing right. in the dishwasher that way? I don't know. You know, yeah. I don't even know what I'm even saying. Dumb stuff. When I should be saying like, you're super rad and friends of yours are really rad and you must have been rad to get these rad friends and like, let's talk about it. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. But this would be you talking to your mom's friends. I would love that. Yeah. Even to be like, you know, what's the, what's like the most embarrassing thing that oh, yeah. the two of you, but then also to be like, what, how did you meet? Yeah. Like, what was it? Cause I think our story of us meeting is mm-hmm. atypical. Most people, yeah. it's like, I clicked with you when I was in middle school and then I just stayed your friend forever because I knew that we were going to be friends forever. Yeah. I don't know if that's different than ours. Well, we have, I feel like we have a more full story behind the circumstances. Yeah. It's not just like we were paired together in like group homework. No, 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 no. I mean, that. see, I think that there's also a difference between people who meet because their parents decided to live in a certain geographical area, and that's just who they are and where they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I find myself very, I, going back to the, like, mom friends thing, your, your original mom friends thing, I feel very fortunate in that my daughter's friends have really cool parents. Yeah, that, I've met some of them. That's true. Who and people who like see things the same way that we see things, and especially during this pandemic, we've been in this little germ bubble together, and we've like really gotten to know each other really well. You know, spent Thanksgiving with some of them. We're about to go on a long weekend trip, and we rented a house for a few days for uh, ourselves and two other families to to just go get out of town for a bit. And that's delightful because we all just like hanging out. Yeah, so it's great. And I feel very fortunate that that happens. It's not just like, well, we just, our kids are in the same class, and so I guess we'll figure it out. It's right. it's different from that. So anyway, uh, but going back to like the story of us meeting, you know, we, even though I transferred out of that school uh, after that first year, you know, we both had independently from different parts of the country made the decision to go to this place, even though you were at the the a, a very a school within a school type of right. situation. Yeah. Um, you know, we had made the decision to go there and through this sea of people that didn't seem like our people, we saw each other and we were just like Pew, 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 that person. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I think that that's I really like cool. In, in our instincts were really good for us where that that could have gone a number of different ways where it was just like, I, I don't know if you've ever experienced second guessing yourself, but you're like, oh, man, like at a party, this person is totally going to be my jam. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is my name. And then you meet the person and you're like, oh, OK, weirdo. Uh-huh. We're we're not jiving, and now yeah, I yeah. gotta figure out how to backtrack out of this. Right. Yeah, and I don't feel like that was like I feel like when we when we made our friendship when it when it happened in the universe, it was like oh no yeah totally same page. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so Louise, mm-hmm. my friend who I love very dearly, I challenged you. And I want to hear your idea. Okay. It's it's not great. I'm just going to say it. Um, so I had this, and it's going to require backstory like everything I do. I had this educational game system growing up called Socrates. Okay. Which and- is interesting because you challenged me to socks, sockets, or both. Oh, <laughs> dang. Um, but it was like, my neighbors had like Nintendo and the power pad and uh-huh. you'd like run really fast and jump over stuff or you'd dodge logs in a stream or something. And then <laughs> my other friend from middle school. My favorite had game, dodge logs. Dodge logs. Um, well, you would like run on the power pad. It was yeah. like, and then you'd jump. Um, my other friend in middle school had a Sega Genesis. 
And my uh-huh. mom was like, nah, girl, you can't have either one of those things. I barely talked this woman into a Game Boy uh-huh. for long car trips. Um, and when I did, I had two games, Tetris and Yoshi's Cookie, which is like essentially <laughs> the same game as Tetris, just oh with cookies. God. Okay. So... <laughs> I didn't even have like a Zelda or a Mario Brothers. I had I had Tetris and Mario or and Yoshi's, Yoshi's cookie. cookie. Okay. So I didn't have like a game 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 and uh-huh. I had Socrates. And so I would have this weird keyboard, like computer keyboard looking controller, but not a keyboard. It was like smaller and it had two little paddles that flipped out to be ca- to become mice. Okay. So that if you wanted to have two players, you could. Like a this kind of controller in your palm, but not because right. it went into the keyboard. And I would do math problems and science questions, unlike Socrates. I want this to take the world by storm in the same way that I don't even know what I'm talking about, but Minecraft? Is that Minecraft? like a build... Is that like a build your own world thing? I, yeah, it seems like it. I because I don't even know because I'm that. I've never old now. done it before. Yeah. Okay, but I feel like there's a lot that goes into building and curating it the way that you want it. Right. I think that's the point of it. That, but with like educational jingles, and it's the marrying of Socrates, some fad trend, and Schoolhouse Rock. Okay. But like you are part of making the song. Right, right, right. And right. you can do collaborative in the way that people are playing shoot 'em up war games with people and being like, yeah. you're on my team. Like, no, the song's not good enough yet. More about how eight is a great number. <laughs> I don't so, know. So so it's it's a platform for creating silly educational songs. But competitive? I don't know if there's a competitive. Yeah, I think it's just collaborative. I think like when you win, everybody wins. Because there's this like little nugget of a skill in me. It's not a skill. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) It's a a tick, really. Um, I'm just going to share on this platform. Because the podcast is the only outlet I have other than making relationships stronger but i sang a song once about dinner to your child that i still remember that i also think your child remembers oh absolutely and i want that but for things that i actually need to remember (laughs) i you know okay first of all love the idea um taking it around to that song that you made up i think that because you created that song and uh, she remembers it. It. I mean, you've been singing it to her for two years at least at this point. At least, and I, you know, she. It it makes her association with you stronger. Like when I say, well, first of all, when I say, "Hey, do you want to call Louise?" She goes, "And Chris," because nice. because she knows we got to make sure to include the whole fam. Nice. And then I say, and Road Dog and yeah. Mark, of course. So uh, oh, I hope it's okay I said your kid's name. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I think that having those little jingles just like creates this like pleasant association for her. Even the end, it's such a silly song about, you know, eating beans. That, yeah. You know, which is one of her favorite foods still. Had them tonight. And uh, yeah, she she's very silly about it. And she thinks of you. It's also just like a weird association with, with everything being uh, disconnected and on a screen. It's like, do you want to FaceTime grandma? Do you want to FaceTime, you know, Uncle Mark? Do you want to FaceTime Aunt Jess? Do you want to FaceTime? It's like, no, man, I'm tired of doing all that. But when you have a little song... Yeah. Like even a silly little thing, it's like, ooh, and there's like the little excitement. I don't yeah. even want to get on like a weird addictive like dopamine sort of weird hit. It's it's mostly about just forming a different connection. 
that is fun and it feels fun rather than an obligation. Also, right. I'm not a good songwriter, but I think I'm an okay jingle writer. And it would be really cool just in little bits to be like, hey, I've been gumming around with this song about photosynthesis. <laughs> and if okay. anybody could help me, like, rhyme this with this, because I constantly am hearing pop songs and I'm like, ooh, that doesn't rhyme on paper, but in that song that rhymes. Yeah. But I can't find that in my own writing, but it would be cool to outsource, not outsource it, but like bounce, yeah. bounce the ball around with somebody. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's fun. So that, that was like video games, but more. No, 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 no. Hey, look, these are all just a jumping off point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you challenged me to socks, sockets, or both, and yes. I, I, I took those things kind of in a more uh, literal way, and I came up with something. I, so there's this is a two parter. Uh, a a decorative outlet cover for outlets that aren't in use. Because as you know, when you have a little kid, you try to keep them away from outlets. So yeah. this is, is something that I like to call creative outlets. And it is a uh, just a flat piece that's decorative that comes in many designs. You can make your own design. I don't know. Uh, and it kind of just has like two prongs like made of... I don't know, whatever's safe to go in there. Plastic? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that just kind of hold it in place and it just covers it right over. And then you take it off and you don't need it. Uh, and then the the uh, companion piece for that, uh, because the socks and sockets or both thing was just like, well, you know, right now I'm looking right where I am right now. I'm in a computery area and there's, you know, some things that aren't plugged in at the moment and or like a, a random charger that's out. And it's just like it doesn't look great all the time. But what if you did have a little sock to put around the ends of them, like a little decorative thing to put around the end of them? So it's just like, first of all, uh, it's. I know it's safe anyway, but it's like not going to damage the item. It's not going to get dusty. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. It was it's right so there. So creative. Creative outlets. Yay. I like it. Yay. Ah, Louise. Yeah. It feels good to do this. It really does. Yeah. It really does. It I makes have... me just like miss being around people and in a like sometimes I feel like when I when I miss people I I, I try to force a conversation uh-huh. but this is just so like let me tell you this other cool thing that I've got going on and, and it, when we start to bump bump bum about the world we're like but then there's always that frog app yeah it's a nice That's it's a nice be a frog turnaround. right <laughs> 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 got to be it's got to be uh, yeah, so I have a challenge for you for our next episode, which will hopefully be sooner than a year from now. Yeah. So in my backyard, I have a lot of really cool trees, but I don't know how to make this kind of thing happen really well. So I need some sort of creative idea for tree houses. And I apologize if we've already done this before. I I honestly can't remember if we've done tree houses before. I can't either. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) I really like it. I'm excited. Um, All right. Again, apologies if we've done this before. And I don't know if we have, but I can't remember. Washers and dryers. I think we may have, but I don't remember. But hey, why not? Wait, if we already have, I'll think of something else. Uh, let me see. Maybe not. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. 
And and you just got some real easy homework if we'd done it before. <laughs> no, I would never repeat an idea. Plus, also, we're different people than we were the last times that we did any of these episodes. So different. Yeah. I, I'll i tell you this. I recently did have to get a new washer and dryer because I, got, I bought a house and there was like, you know, it's like, okay, and there's the washer and dryer. And then when we moved in, it's like, oh, they took that. And I didn't even think about that. So... Time to order one of those real quick. So I definitely have a lot of my mind about washers and dryers. Nice. Oh, great. I Before we even get anywhere, I just want to say at one point in my childhood, because they last a long time, we had to replace our washer and dryer. Uh-huh. John, I played with those boxes for months. Boxes are pretty sweet. But they also- were huge. They were like- how, like houses in yeah. my basement and I was yeah. like these we're never getting rid of these boxes and my mom was like you got it <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep them as long as you want yeah right free toy keep my kid busy for a while mm-hmm. great hours God. days weeks yeah. I was in those boxes constantly yeah oh Louise all right oh, John. I think it's time to say farewell for now Okay, this and is really great. How do we end these? How do we end this show? Is it thanks for hanging out? Oh, well, there's one thing that I do need to mention. I screwed up and I I did not reactivate our hotline. Oh. So 304-804-IDEA is no longer oh, boy. a way to send in your ideas. But if you do have an idea, email us greatideapod or greatideapodcast at gmail.com. Both of them exist. Uh, record a voice note and send it to us and we'll play it on the show. Wow. I mean, <laughs> a lot has happened this year. We cannot be in charge of juggling no, all of it. No, not at all. But uh, Louise, thanks for hanging out with me. <gasps> thanks for hanging out with me. Bye. Don't see it happening.